Welcome to Man Camp, your weekly podcast, mashing up the latest in sports. And here we go, here we go. Life and gaming. Here are your hosts, Vinny, Mike, and Alex. Hello, hello, hello. What up? What up, our beautiful people? What up, our beautiful listeners? What up, all of our panhandlers, all of our streamers, all of our downloaders, all of our bootleggers, everybody buying the mixtape in the grandma's bodega at this point because we're not even doing laundry mats. The only thing's open now are bodegas. Uh, we're still in pandemic. It's getting better. Vaccines are rolling out. We hope all your loved ones and everyone close to you and everyone obviously that's listening to this isn't listening to this from somewhere dire. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being part of the camp. I am A.G. The Mush, joined by Viddy. What up, what up? President of the Liddy Committee and Mike. Yo. The Bronx legend. This is, of course, the Man Camp Podcast. Thank you again for joining us. Quick order of business, just get it out of the way because I put it at the end and I don't think anybody waits to the end. <laughs> they might wait for the Street Fighter sound, fellas, but I don't think they go all the way through our 40 minutes or hour. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But right now, you want to follow along, obviously. Twitter, Instagram, the Man Camp Pod. Uh, Mike, where can we find you on IG? I mean, Twitter, I think, right? Yeah, mostly Twitter, but uh, both are uh, Twitter and IG are Bronx, I Bronx Legend. And Viddy, you Viddy Smalls on Twitter. Smalls on Twitter. Vidi Smalls on Twitter. I am, of course, AG the Mush on Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, you know, ratings, reviews, likes, retweets, all that stuff. We appreciate it. It's how everyone finds you. Um, it's been a while, man. We obviously, we, 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 we're not up to our old uh, posting cadence. I think that's mainly because life is just in the way. Um, not for lack of content because life... You know, it keeps moving on. The government's so are you, been what it are is. You saying, are you saying we're not going to hit 50 episodes this year? Oh, we hit 50. We're just going to have to bang out like seven in one week or something. At least at some point this year, we're going to do like a two-week period of like episode per day or something. But we're hitting 50. Yeah. We could easily <laughs> hit 50 for sure. I don't see us. I mean, we could all chill, but I don't see I mean, us, I, was, I was seeing it as like, you know, the weekly segment type thing. I mean, look, we got 52 weeks, right? We've missed so far about, let's give or take, six out of the 52. So that's just literally all we got to do is spend one week, six episodes. That's it. We got it. We got it. We can catch up. <laughs> and, and we all right. <laughs> I think when you when you put that mindset of, like, we have to hit those episodes, it probably sets us back even further. We just got to just keep banging out episodes without thinking of the yeah, number. Yeah, yeah. No number. Uh, yeah, keep I banging out 52. episodes. I teased so, the 52. That's but, a fair you know. point. Yeah. I tease the 52, but I follow the lower ones that are on there on Anchor. I see you guys month to month. Shout out Sweden. I don't know who you are in Sweden, but thank you out there in Sweden. We like we speak the Deutsch a little bit, right? Did I even say that right? Deutsch is German, right? I'm fucking we smoke them. We smoke the Deutsch. <laughs> Shout out Amsterdam. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, we love you guys, obviously, where you're listening to, wherever you're tuning in. Um, The Super Bowl happened, fellas. Super Bowl happened, you know. I don't against, recall. I don't recall. Against my wishes. <laughs> you know, pack of Vinny, fan, Vinny said he doesn't recall. <laughs> a few weeks back, I remember Mike called that the Bucks were going to beat the Packers and go to the Super Bowl. And they just barely did, but they did. They beat the Packers and they made it to the Super Bowl. And then they fucking won it. And they fucking won it. They beat the Chiefs and they fucking won it. Disgusting. Even though Brady rules were in full effect, 
and the refs did what they did. <sighs> the man, the man got his his seventh ring, man, his seventh chip, and then he got twisted after it. And I ain't gonna fly, I ain't gonna front, man. If you weren't a Brady fan before, like myself included, you can't hate on the man during that parade and like celebrating. Like it was just cool, man. He just he was just human, and I mean, and it was fun to see. I mean, my favorite Brady is the one that plays the Giants, but I was, my second favorite Brady is Sauce Brady. Sauce Brady. <laughs> Sauce Brady. That was actually, it was really cool, man, to see him just hanging out, tossing the Lombardi trophy from boat to boat. Like, they were wilding with that. That's cool. And, he, and they put that all together in one beautiful clip. Yep. He yep. put Shady on the background. I mean, I, I've been liking Brady ever since he, his social media game became crazy. And it happened, like, in the last two years. Yeah, he's because realized, he's, bu- he's building his brand. Yeah, he's realized that his life after football soon, and right. yeah, the Brady brand is. And strong. I was like, it's, like, it's he's good at it, or his team is good at it. It's yeah. funny, um, but yeah, I was yeah. never a believer in his skill. Uh, but I got, I keep getting proven wrong. I mean, my, <laughs> so does my wallet. But uh, I mean, you definitely. About that. I don't think you can call him a system quarterback. Yeah, yeah. No, that's I been mean, the one thing people have said about him, and obviously yeah, you can't, you, you, can't t- you can't take that away at all. But I will say, I do think he gets bailed out a lot yeah. by his teammates. But what I'll say about that though is that he seems to have the skill of elevating everybody around him. I heard announcers saying that shit and everything around it, but I think it's totally true because this is by and large the same team that was there last year. Add maybe two, three pieces. Obviously, they added Fournette, they added um, AB, and they added Tom Brady and Gronk, for that matter, who all played you know significant parts in the in the Super Bowl. But even without them, like everybody else, that defense, like Devin White, Devin White is certified. Right. I mean, we already knew he was good, but like Devin White is now that dude. You know, he's he's up there, and I think a lot of it has to be has to be credit to Brady. Like he lifts his teammates. Yeah, he brings. Them I mean, with but him. did you did you hear what? Speaking about the defense, you hear what Todd Bowles said about Brady? No, no, I didn't I mean, see obviously, that. Obviously, Todd Bowles being a defensive coordinator, um, interviewing him, you know, I guess they were trying to get some insight on Brady. He said he's a better person than he is a player. And he says what's amazing to him and what he's learned about Brady is just his ability to just lift everyone around him. Like, he makes everyone around him better and makes them yeah. feel like they're important yeah. to the yeah. team. Like, he just lifts everybody up. He makes you, yeah. like, it doesn't matter who it is. He talks to everybody and yeah. just lifts everybody up. He's the ultimate leader. Um, and I think that's probably the main reason why he's won so much, man. Like, uh, yeah. you know, he's definitely a rah-rah type guy or whatever. Um, I mean, you got a lot of guys that have led by, like, example, like Eli, um, you know, other quarterbacks like that whatever, but yeah. Uh, Brady's a guy. He's gonna be screaming. He's gonna be yelling. He's gonna be talking to everybody, or whatever. So he he makes you feel involved, yeah, and that, that's only gonna make you want to play harder. You know? Seems like yeah, yeah, like a pure energy. Yeah. Because skillful. That, my argument has always been like skill wise, he doesn't wow you. He's right? not, he doesn't do anything. He's not the greatest of all time skill wise. There's just no right, way right. you're gonna say that. Yeah. Like you watching him, you don't see anything that pops or, or that. You're amazed or that wow! I've never right. seen anything it's, like. I think it. it's I think it's more the intangibles like yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you put that. But he does have skill, obviously. So you put that yeah. and that together, and he's good. Yeah, man, he's the he's the goat. And again, you can't is. say he's good enough. He's the fucking best. He's the best. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But he is. He really is. And like, he doesn't make mistakes. 
that yeah. goes into who he, who he is and everything. So he's, he's he's good, man. He's good. The only well, he mistake did make three give... mistakes and threw for a fuck against the Packers. He did, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, he's dealing with like possibly the best secondary in football, but we haven't had know. a post Packers. Uh, possibly, possibly the best secondary. We, did we not have even, a post? Not even possible. We could we could skip Lamborghini Lenny. <laughs> we could skip the fake goat, but we haven't had a post. Uh, a post Look. Packers. Look, let's let's post call mortem. it what it is. I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm gonna put it out there. Post mortem. You know what he also does? He he lifts everybody around him, including the referees. Like they 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 work double time on Brady drives. Their 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 ability to call everything is 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 heightened when he's on the field, and that's just his effect as a leader. He can do that, and so you know you can't as a defense you can't give him an inch. You can't do anything because you're gonna I mean, you're gonna you're gonna get called for it. You know. I mean, he's so he's so good. Brady is so good, right? That he can force Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs to only score ten nine points. I mean, that's how effective Brady is. Well, I mean, when your defense is basically doing what the other defense is doing, but not being called for it, that's that's kind of uh, what happens. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're holding and and pulling and you know little tugs here and that's there. That's more than a referee, sir. What I will say is that Mahomes' players kind of let him down, man. Like, and guys that you wouldn't think would do, like Hill and and Kelsey. And Kelsey had a great game still, but he had two big ass drops, one for a touchdown. I blame the offensive line for anything. Hill dropped a touchdown on him. Like, it, it, they hit him both in the face, man. You can't, you can't do that, man. You can't do that in a Super Bowl. Yeah, but they, they lost, they lost his left tackle. They lost Fisher. They had to move guys around. He's gonna oh, yeah, look yeah. right guys to me though. Um, well, he has right, a toe but, injury. He's getting surgery biggest, like right after. The biggest thing was off. My yeah, that made all the difference. Like the the defensive line in Tampa Bay is legit, and that was my that was what I was worried about going against Green Bay because we didn't have Bakhtari, but Bakhtiari, I should say. But they they held up better than Kansas City did, and um, yeah, you're going against Sue, JPP, Devin White, all these boys chasing you down. It's tough, man. It's tough, and the Packers still almost did it. But credit to where credit is due. You know they gave up that big halftime touchdown, which screwed us over. That Mike Evans bomb at the end of that first half was insane. Like that, that's the game. Tell you the truth, when it comes down to final score, that was it. Yeah. And that's why, that's why this dude got fired. That's why we have a new defensive coordinator. You do shit like that, you're not in prevent with like 20 seconds left on the clock. You wilding, you know what I mean? But all right. You so do? you done with your excuses? <laughs> they 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 blew it. What it they, sounds like they blew it. But these reps, come on now. You seen those PIs? You seen those PIs, Vidi? Yeah. Am I, am I, am I, am I, am I no, saying some crazy lying. shit? They you're was calling lying. some wild shit. You know? Only one way. I mean, I had the problem with when you have fucking skin in the game or money in the game, you start to <laughs> see the game differently. And I you did, get a, and you plus, get emotional. You do, you do, and you kind. But I did. There was a sentiment that that there was a problem with that and how they were calling those, but. I can't blame it on that. The play calling at the end was atrocious. That was nah, it, it came hey, down to the terrible play it, calling at the end. Rogers not running it in. What, what ooh, I forgot was what big. was it? Third or that was big too. Yep. I mean, Rogers had an open look. I watched the whole game. He had to two, run it there. He had to run it there. There were also two drop touchdowns in that game on the Packers side, and it hey. The Packers had chances to win this game despite the bullshit that was happening right. with the with right. the PIs. All things considered, yeah. <laughs> Brady threw three picks and threw for shit yards in the second half. Okay, you mm -hmm. got your, 
you know, you got your little penalties back or whatever you want to call it. A lot of that is forgotten or, you know, or I don't even remember what, what part of the game those things happened at that point. It was like, okay, Packers are in it this, was, right? Pack, it was Packers bad. always give you that feeling, right? Like, they're, they're always in the game. There was there was one backbreaker in the fourth, though, the one that iced the game. And that was a P.I. that was on some – that one was cr- – that was probably the worst one they called all game where he wasn't even near him. And, like, the Tampa Bay player, like, jumped off. Remember that shit? It was like they called this P.I. Um, I think it was Mike – was it Mike Evans? It was No, it was on – not the jersey tug, right? Because the jersey tug was like something. The tug ridiculous. happened twice. The tug happened twice. But all right, um, but the jersey it, tug was in the favor of. Oh, Tampa Bay. They were all in favor of Tampa Bay. But okay. the last one was a PI. Was a true PI that they called with a dude. That's one where I send the memes to you guys. Like this is PI where the and that was that was a backbreak. It was like third and like eighteen or some ridiculousness like that. And that one, that one killed us. That was in the fourth late. Listen, the bottom line is this. <clears throat> Excuse me. We can talk about all the. Missed calls or the calls that went the you know the Buccaneers way. That's not the reason the Packers lost, and it's not the reason the Chiefs lost. And to me, that's the bottom line. That's not the main say, reason they lost. Not the main say, reason. I will say it affected the Chiefs more than it did the Packers because even with those, the Packers still had chances to win, and they just didn't. But they scored the Chiefs, nine points, my man. Nine bro, points. This nah, is what I was saying to you during the Super Bowl in that. It doesn't matter. Group chat. You cannot. You cannot you score nine here. points in a championship game and expect to win. You cannot you sit here. You cannot you sit cannot. here and say. You cannot things. sit here and say that the refs did not distort the way that game looked by the at the end of the first half. This is what I'm telling you. The scores were very you, different. The sentiment of that game you. was very different. Okay. The momentum of that game was very different, and it was directly at the end of the day. Referees. You cannot say that the referees are the reason they lost the game. That's the bottom line. You cannot say that. You that's cannot. That te- that's that technicality cannot, bullshit. But we all cannot, saw the game. You cannot First score half, nine they points. They impacted you that cannot, game tremendously. Yeah. You cannot score nine points in the Super Bowl and expect to win. That's crazy. They, they killed not. momentum in the first half for sure. They gave they the Bucks basically the plus fourteen at the end of the half, and like, the Chiefs still had opportunities. No they way, they still had opportunities. Back, yeah. They st- they yeah. were down. They were down by like like two two scores. I think it was like 15, 16 what? points. And this guy dropped twenty yards back two times. It hits the guy in the hands on the last time, and he, he should have caught it. They're right in the game. He catches that pass. This is my point yeah. to you. Though. Ref- like, so that that's whole a- that whole momentum shift. The referees directly impacted at that at that first half. The end of the first half, he catches the ball and it's a ball game. That's the bottom the first, line. End of the first half, two teams felt real different. That's a big impact, yo. You know how it is in football. And then secondly, after the fact, you don't think so? No team that should didn't has end ever there. come. No that should end there. Don't on. you remember the nonsense they called? That's never happened. In the second half. When I'm asking you, no, that's never happened where a team has overcome some co- some calls. Rebated. It, it happens all the time. Rebated too, but I'm just time. saying. You know that shit happened. Like you can't discount how. I'm how not listen. I'm not. The, okay, I'll say this for the record: Did the referees have some type of uh, effect on the outcome of the game? Sure, but at the end of the and, and honestly, they do every game. If we're gonna be totally honest, they do every game. They're referees, to be by the way. But so at the same, the at the reason. same time, at the same time, that's not the reason Kansas City lost. Well, I'm not score nine say, points Kansas in the City championship had game. Plenty of opportunities to plenty of opportunities. Scores. I'm sorry, you 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 already said all, it. All, yeah, Kelsey yeah. has some drops. Hill. I mean, it's, it, it, we can go on and on. What we I'm can go on and on. Here, the offensive line I, was horrendous. What I'm horrendous. willing to say here is that the refs and Tampa Bay, <laughs> right, definitely exposed the Chiefs for how mentally soft they are. Like shit wasn't going their way. 
and the team collapsed a bit. You can see that. Like, uh, I mean, that's a little. Stars, that, I think that's unfair. I think that's nah, unfair. I think they collapsed. You can see that the defense collapsed in the second half. They were like, their Matthew was. That's that's the first time I seen Matthew out really chirping at his own players for blown positions and shit like that. Like that was happening. You, you they saw had home field advantage. Uh, I mean, what do you? They want? had home. Yeah, Tampa Bay had home field, but then Mahomes was injured. It was just a bad situation yeah, Mahomes, for Kansas my City. My first takeaway watching the game right away: Mahomes was off. The foot is lingering. But he, 80, 75 percent Mahomes still, is better than than hundred percent. I understand Mahomes is hurt, off, but this is this is my problem with that narrative. It wasn't a narrative the week before or the week before that. He no, was, no, he's no, been no, hurt no. for weeks. So, I'm not uh, I'm not using not say, that as a narrative or excuse. That was my first takeaway. I said, okay, he's not. Mm-hmm. He needs to be perfect, which he wasn't. He yep. played a bad game. I mean, he Agreed. played a terrible game. Well, I mean, he did and because the, the offensive line stink. I yeah, mean, you got to – I forgot which player it was, but it was somebody. Made, he still made plays. There was somebody on the line. That, that was his, his first best. That was his first start of the year yeah. in the Super Bowl. I, I first agree, start yeah. of the year. I agree. Yeah, against yeah, against yeah. that defensive line, that's a problem, man. And that's Shaquille, a given. Shaquille, Shaquille Barrett led the NFL in sacks last year, the year that's before. That's a given. That's a given. Like, JPP, I'm like, he's a, pro, he's a pro bowler this year. Like, I'm sorry. So – I know, I know I'm throwing a lot of shade. I know I'm throwing a lot of shade, but Tampa on. Bay beat them boys. Tampa Bay beat them boys. They did. They beat them. I won't they, say that. Tampa Bay beat, beat their them ass. Boys, they did. I mean, thirty-one nine. They deserve that refs, beating. Man. That's all I'm saying. They deserve that beating. Tampa Bay beat them boys. Yeah, no, the refs. Again, the in the first half, the refs definitely swung the momentum a little bit, but they had right, that's, mad that's opportunities. Fair. Mad that's, opportunities. That's, that's all I'm saying. You kick the field goal at the in the end of the first half. Chiefs, right? That's yeah. what they did, and then and they got I'm the ball first in the second half, and they they didn't produce, and they yeah. and the defense yeah. overwhelmed him. Yeah, and what did and what did Tampa Bay do when they first they got the ball team. in the second half? They went right downfield yeah. and scored a touchdown. Right down down. Down Come on, yeah, 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 Lenny, Lenny, Lenny gave it to him down on that. Yeah, on that like, a, like a thirty yard run. Lenny, Lenny, and it's crazy. JPP, JPP has all ten fingers, Lenny. Just you know that fingers. he's the only <laughs> out there sacking people with seven. Him, him <laughs> and one other player are the only players to ha- have a touchdown in a, in that type of run in every single game. It is the really? other player was Larry Fitz- Fitzgerald? Yeah. Wow. And the, sing every fucking game, and I, I and I kept doubting Lenny. I mean, we all kind of doubted him from a fantasy perspective because you kind of can tell he's. I always thought he wasn't that good. I, I, I just thought like he, he wasn't that he's good. He's good. He just he needs he needs the right situation, and it seems like he found one in Tampa. Man, I don't know if it's again Brady making things right. Now, right? You I mean, Rojo, Rojo looks good. He's just in a good complimentary role there with Rojo and him. Like they looking good. My whole thing in room for the Bucks is just that obviously JPP not room for him, um, but then it's just mostly Bruce Arians, man. I mean, most of his staff were minorities, whole bunch of black. Uh, yeah. He even had female coaches, female uh, yeah, strength coaches. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he he's just a dope dude, man. And you hear like the things that he said about you know Black Lives Matter, civil yeah. rights movement, things like that. Like he like he's just an awesome guy. Anything I've ever heard him speak about, you know, speak in terms of those things, whatever. He's been great and deserved as a head. I mean, because he won a Super Bowl, but not as a head coach. So that's why I want him to get it. As you mentioned that, and this isn't a reflection on Andy Reid because I don't have anything. Bad to say about Andy Reid. By all accounts, he's a good dude too. But he's had he had his, obviously his son had that run in, leading up to the Super Bowl. 
Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to say about that one is, is a tragedy what, what went down there. And I didn't follow up with it. I don't know what happened with the little girl, if she did or didn't, you know, pass away or whatever maybe. But um and that's not to diminish what happened there. But what I wanted to say was the NFL <laughs> If you were ever confused before how much power that the NFL wields, you're like, that NFL gag order is serious because there was no media coverage at all of what happened there. And that seems like a story that you would, uh, reporters or investigators, journalists or social media for itself would be all over. Like a coach in a presumptive DUI with something going on or a player, let alone, right? But this is a coach who happens to be the Super Bowl coach's son who's also a coach on the team. Like, and no one talked about it. Well, I will say is ESPN, I don't know why or what, maybe just out of reference, like you have to, right? Deference, I should say, you have to. But, like, in that morning broadcast of the Super Bowl, like, they talked about it for a good maybe, I don't know, say 15 minutes. And, like, Rex Ryan almost, like, cried on air and shit, which I don't know if it was fake or not, but he seemed like he was really, really affected by it. And I mean, the girl's and, in a coma. It's fucking... Sick. I mean, when you when you see the picture of the little girl, you know, it kind of can be emotional. You feel bad, man. Terrible. Yeah, but the greater point, the broader point I was trying to say is, no one talked about it, and yeah. I don't know that that isn't because I mean, people were just Schefter, being nice. Schefter I, was on it. Schefter was on it, it when it happened. But I mean, as a continued story, like I'm sure the news broke. Don't get me wrong; like people mentioned it. But in this media landscape, whenever there's something that's clickbait, you know, obviously, right? These things are sensationalized. Not even sensationalized, but maybe a lot of attention is brought to it repeatedly. This NFL gag order, like journalists, reporters, media's media, uh, uh, I guess uh, companies, no, I mean, they don't want to cross the NFL because they didn't even touch that shit. They might have, they did their news work and they're like, yeah, this happened, and they sent out the tweet, but nobody brought that shit up. There was no interviews of Andy Reid trying to figure out what's happening with your son, you know, all that stuff. Like, mum's yeah, the word, yo. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the Super Bowl, right? I mean, this is a money making pit. Uh, Ads galore, the biggest spends in the you know every yeah, year. It's the biggest spend. This, so yeah, and this this I, isn't I, a story. I see though, that like, angle. I see that angle. This isn't a story. This, it is one I, of the I, Super Bowl head coach's was, son. It was covered in a well. DUI. And Andy <laughs> Reid's family is like the fucking Kennedys, bro. Like they, they're all fucking involved in some shit. <laughs> and yeah, Andy Reid's still in the middle. Like everybody loves him, and we do love Andy Reid, and I I think he's a great coach, but. uh it's yeah, so there's, unfortunate. There's yeah, things to look into there, right? But that's crazy, crazy. But anyway, that was that was that was my point. It's just how strong the NFL is. Like, I was I saw the Super Bowl during the Super Bowl. I should say that 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 Lombardi ad that they had, and they did another one for Black Lives Matter. And I appreciate that they're reversing their stance on Black Lives Matter. But I but I I do think it's super hypocritical I mean, for yeah, them to yeah. one not talk about that and keep that shut down one because they kept that shut down. The reason that story didn't come out is because they kept it shut down. But then two. To run that Kaepernick shit, like the kneel down video in that video and like the way they've still treated Kaepernick, that to me is still like, come on, bro. Come on. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I definitely saw it and it was like, here we go. I don't even remember. They, they could have kept him out of the commercial. They could have kept him out of the commercial. They didn't need to bring him in there. And they put him in there and I'm like, you know. Ridiculous. I don't know. I didn't even see it. I don't remember seeing that. I must have been blacked out. <laughs> was he? What happened? I. It's their commercial about all they're all they're doing now for uh you know lifting black voices and in the communities like they're donating fifty million or something like that or fifty thousand okay. to some sort of fund, 
And, you know, they're doing and showing off what, you know, the players in the NFL now and their stance. And they showed a bunch of them kneeling and everything. But then they, they cut in that part. Like, they put the cap in kneeling. Though. Isn't it too late for all that shit? From the NFL, no, like it's, it's, the NFL. I, I like that. I like that they continued the message. Like when the when the protests and all that were happening, they reacted to it a little later than others, but they reacted to it and they're like, "Hey, you know, remember Goodell's video? He's like, I finally understand what everybody was talking about." Some motherfucker been saying this shit for like years. Right. Kaepernick it, it felt forced. like this is what he was it talking about. It always felt forced though from the NFL. Yeah, the NFL but, is just they're all about their dollars before anything. Ex- so exactly. They, this moment was finally big enough for them to be like, "Oh, we were wrong." And kudos. Because they follow they suit. They follow suit on all the other companies and brands that took on yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, brands, that are, brands that are supported within their organization. It's like, yeah, sure, you're the last ones to do it. Again, nobody turns their eye because it's the NFL. It's everybody they get, watches. They give them a pass for it. So, yeah, like I said. They, we're they sick. We're all sick because of that. <laughs> like, we, love, we love the game. They admitted like, that they were wrong. We moved on with that. They admitted they were wrong. Goodell had the apology, all that sort of shit. But then... It also feels hollow because, yeah, on one hand, you're helping with the, this amount and bringing, you know, bringing, uh, shedding light on players that are, and what they're doing in their communities and so on. But you're still blackballing Kaepernick, who's the first dude to like, he, you know, he, he, the whole kneel down and everything, everything that's happening now is what he was talking about two, three years ago. You know what I mean? And you yeah. still blackballing him in what sense? In, in terms of him being able to play? Bro, in what sense? Can Mike, do you have a list of who the backups that started this year were? Like ridiculous names of quarterbacks that were on the field and we're like, Kaepernick don't have a job? I got a big one. Heineken. Heineken. Hanky. <laughs> yeah. Hanky. <laughs> Hanky, yeah. I mean, we call him. It must. It, it, a lot of people calling him Heineken. Okay, but yeah. yeah. So blackballing him. Who's, yeah, that's what who's I, the dude that, that was my who's question. The dude He's that, blackballed in the sense of being able to play. He's way better than probably – 85% of the backups. Yeah, and he still doesn't have a job. So that is a monetary he's, thing, and it's and it's a quote-unquote I mean, attention thing. You're an idiot if you don't think he's, he's blackball. I mean, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, I do. But it's there's no, there's a, there's a lot a of people. Money. It's a money. It's money. It's strictly money. But there's James a lot Winston of people. A backup. He makes way more money than him. There's a lot of people on Twitter that still believe that he's just based off I've seen it. I'm sorry. I've, I've had the conversations with people on Twitter. They're, they're if insane. I'm New England, oh yeah, that's on. that's bad. That's a bad take because he's he's way more skillful than than I would say. Just and I don't even know a lot, of, but he's Look, probably ninety percent chance that he's if, better than most of the. Even backups. if you didn't want to go down, even if you didn't want to go down the whole thirty-two teams, I would argue San he's Francisco. Better than San Francisco doesn't bring him back. He's not better than Beathard or that other kid they had yeah. come out. He's better than Colt McCoy on the Giants. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Uh, what about Alex? What Washington, Washington what about Alex, started? Alex yeah, Tanny. Washington. Alex Tanny was on the Giants. He just retired. He sucks. Kaepernick <laughs> is better than him. Knock it off. Yeah, the Yo. narrative is really – the narrative that they created is that he draws too much attention. This is the narrative that was created. Uh, I mean, we can't – we can't – I mean, are we going to just be honest about this? We can't upset our white fan base that pays all this money exactly. to attend these games. Bottom line, period. Exactly. So this is that's what I'm saying. So from a business standpoint, I understood the blackballing. I hate it. I don't support it, but I understood the blackballing a few years back. You know, he's an unpopular figure. He brings a lot of negative attention, and our official stance isn't really that anyway, right? Fast forward to this year. 
Now your official stance is reversed. You're admitting that you were wrong, but yet you still haven't publicly apologized to Kaepernick, one. And then two, you haven't reinstated him or just given him a fair chance to be, at worst, a backup. When in the league, he could probably start for at least four to five teams. He could start down in Miami. He could start in New England. He could have started for, for San Francisco. He could start for Chicago. You know what I'm saying? So, like, right. he could start for at least four franchises, and yet he still doesn't have a job in the NFL, and no one's calling. Right? When you need a backup, no one's calling him. This isn't and, an easy game either, and he's, he's, and to he's, throw still, more salt. he's still skillful. Yeah, and then to throw more salt, you run an ad during the Super Bowl of how much you're supporting this movement that includes him when he was kneeling down. That was when I was like, why would you fucking put him in the commercial? Wow. And Man. I was like, ah, oh, you got balls. You got balls. Just you got saw, balls. Sorry, I just saw Emmanuel quickly, rookie for the Knicks. Kind of like drop somebody in a way. Did a step back three. Hit it. Was really, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> so... Mike had a, that's a great point because I can I can chime I can yeah, go. We should probably segue with the NFL, man. But we're on, we're yeah, running we're ahead. running on time here, right? We're running so out. uh we're running out of time, I should say. So that's the NFL. Suvo is what it was. Shout out to Brady, drunk Brady. NFL is the NFL. The lowest viewership in fifteen years, by the way. Yeah, tough scenes, man. Tough scenes. From a happens, wasn't that uh, right T V? It was TV, so I guess I could be a little skewed when you think about the streaming. Yeah, and because like even that. myself, for the first time ever, I had to watch it on YouTube TV. Uh, you know what? I admit that too. Like I, I streamed the Super Bowl, so yeah, that's, that's a fair point. And I mean, that's a whole topic within itself. Well, no, it's a perfect segue. Yeah, absolutely, it's a perfect segue because what's happening now is cable cutting, and even more cable. accelerated cable. Cable, cutting cable can of, die for all I care. Yeah, because of the pandemic, there's even more accelerated cable cutting, and it was already happening at record pace. So like now, it's like nuclear. And yeah, try putting a that. kid. Try putting a. I'm sorry. Try go putting ahead, a kid that that sits on his fucking tablet or phone all day, <laughs> skipping ads, and say, oh, "Could you watch three minutes of commercials?" <laughs> They're probably like, yeah. "What the fuck is this shit?" Yeah, load up cable. <laughs> what, here's this. Like, here's this remote. How are you gonna cable. keep that kid tuned into that game? Like. I was watching it with grown adults, and I was, like, standing by myself because they were off doing God knows what else, drinking and playing yeah. fucking beer pong or whatever stupid games we were playing. But, yeah, this is – I mean, that's just a, one example, right? But we're heading into this, this new – not new. I mean, it's been around. But I still feel like YouTube TV or this type of streaming is yeah. still it's in, in its infancy or, or maybe a little bit past that, maybe, like, in a – I don't know. Half, well, I'm on. Little, I'm on Fubo. I'm on Fubo personally, but okay. yeah, but same thing. Right, know, same concept. Right, streaming, yeah. streaming. So didn't they figure out your IP address already? No, no, I'm good. I'm still. I'm using VPN. Or you so. can come <laughs> switching. Okay. Creating <laughs> new accounts and <laughs> yeah, I don't trial do that, Vidi. I don't do that free trial life though. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but commit to something, goddammit. That's a perfect segue. You could just pay my Dominican Connect 150 for the whole year, but I guess you don't want to do that. But so so that's that's a perfect segue. Like I was saying, so the streaming streaming is the future, right? We're seeing in the TV, cord cutting, cable, NFL, sports, right? And it's moving its way into digital entertainment, video games. And we got two companies. We talked about it previously, but we talked about it again. There's two companies going in two very different ways with this. And Xbox, yo, shout out to the Kings. Like they know streaming is the future, and they fully invested in that. What did you say? 
uh, Xbox is being the goat of gaming and the goats and the king. That, not and so go, goats and kings are not two words that go they, with Xbox. They are going down they that road don't. full head, of, full steam ahead. You know, and you know. I mean, hasn't hasn't that, hasn't the PS5 outsold the Series X like basically two to one at the least? Eh, that's not facts. I think that was worldwide. Oof. But that, even on top of that, even on top of that, wow. game of the year, game of the year so far, 2021 is the medium, Xbox exclusive. And like we should just end this conversation right now. Movement movement is happening in that way. If we're gonna have bullshit takes, let's just let's just stop the it's conversation a, right it's, now. It's a bullshit take twenty twenty one. Games released in twenty twenty one, game of the year so far, you would have to say is the medium because PlayStation dropped their own destruction all stars, distraction walk destruction huh? whack stars, basically. How many how many it's like how a many, four uh, how many top ten how many top ten games did uh, Xbox trash have for twenty twenty? Uh, that was that's the past. We don't talk how many about the past. how many top forward, ten games that Xbox fucked up year, man. Listen, listen. Well, I, oh, honest. Here. Yeah, it was, and even more so for Xbox. How many uh, <laughs> nah, top ten games? How many top ten games Xbox have? That's what I'm asking. We're a forward-looking podcast. And it's how many? Okay, right now, okay, ladies you know. and gentlemen, answer is zero. <laughs> how many top ten games did PS5 have? Yeah, you're right. They have most of them. Them in the Switch, but they have most of them. PS5, Last of Us Two. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I mean, we could just keep going and going and Alleg- going and going. Allegedly, allegedly, not allegedly. allegedly. Too crazy. Last of Us Two was. <laughs> I'm gonna say game those. Last year. To me, and there's no cap. <laughs> Last of Us Two and Ghost was the two best games I played. So I haven't played Bad. Ghost, and I can't. I can't give you the hundred percent cosign, but I have seen the online conversations, and you've been saying it. So I believe it's. it's I'm it's, pounding it's the table. I'm go. pounding the table on Ghost. And here we gotta talk about ratings and reviews. Because I Ghost had this conversation this other, the other day. Fuck Metacritic. Fuck all. Play the damn game before you tell me if the yeah, game is good killing, or not. I'd rather medium. Mike, who plays these games religiously or has a history of playing games, and I kind of agree with his sentiment on a lot of these games, tell me, then fucking go and look at the rating and say, oh, man, right away we're going to judge it and criticize this stupid I, I think the best thing to do, and I mean, we all do it. Sometimes we judge games early, but I just think that play a whole game through and then tell me right. what you think. Because right. it could have yeah. been, been good at the beginning and then it sucked at the end or reverse. Yeah. Some, maybe yeah. it started out slow and then became great. So that, you know? that's a problem too, though, right? Like you, the game has to capture you. The game has to – how does the game keep, keep you – to completion, right? It, you yeah. have to get captured and not be too right. repetitive, or it has yeah. to kind of keep driving you to go back and play it. So you want to be hyped, you want to be excited, like playing the game, right? That's that's what I'm. Saying. I'll be honest, and and this is something I was thinking about recently, just like shower thought or something. I was like wondering, like, what makes a game like for me personally? What makes it awesome? And as weird as it sounds, like to me, it's all about the controls. Like I look at I look at like a game like Ghost. I haven't played Ghost, but I've seen the gameplay and it looks like exactly what I'm talking about. But like the games that I really, 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 really enjoy is because of the movement, right? Because Warzone, whatever it is, but for you know, love it or hate it, you gotta admit that like that game engine and what they're doing with like that little bit of parkour and the movement just feels really good, right? And then Jedi and you know uh, God of War and and anything that you think is a top 10 experience last of us the player movement the way it feels when you're like moving that person around as nimble as they are like to me that's synonymous with like a great game one of the things that i see with games like the medium and i like the medium i didn't like the controls the way it felt was too clunky and i was like the gameplay for me was low Uh, 
That was my only poor rating on it. And it killed it for me. Like I'm like that that clunkiness took the game away from me. Like I didn't have fun with it anymore. So I guess long story, long winded I guess uh, statement. If I feel natural when I'm moving around with my player, your game is almost automatically destined for goat status right. or great game status because it's just easy to play. But story so carries a lot of Developers out there, controls. Work on your controls. Like, if you make those shits butter, your game is 90% done. Again, this is a small... I mean, not to shit on the company that you love. Uh, this is a small company. Uh, yeah. And they recoup, they recoup their... Their yeah. entry fees in the first week, they yeah. got a lot of hype around it. The story was, the story could be a movie really easy. Yeah. Easy movie, nothing like I've ever played before. Uh, the sound was off the hook, which kind of yeah. kept you fucking immersed. Like, immersion was there. The, the gameplay was nothing out of this world, but it did have like an old school horror game feel to it. And that yeah. was like the, a huge part of it where, you know, Odes to Silent Hill and all these old school Resident Evil original games. Yeah. Um, and what you can do with this new kind of uh, next gen, if you will. I mean, even though PCs already are there, but a lot of people have never played games like this before. Yeah. So I, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Game of the month, sure. Game of the year. <laughs> I on, so far, game of the year so far is what I'll yeah. say. Too. On, I, I remember it. Though. That sounds, that sounds it. ridiculous. Oh, but I mean, it's true. There's nothing. To, there's nothing out oh, this year that can beat it. Well, you know what? I take Wait, that literally back. just in February. I take it back. I take it back. You know what, Mike? You're absolutely right. You know why? Because Hitman Three is awesome. Hitman I didn't play 3. Hitman 3, but I, I'd assume Hitman 3 is better than the medium. Hitman 3 is sick. The and doc, I, I, that's better than the medium. It's through. really good. It's really freaking good, man. Um, But, yeah, so before we end off on this, I just wanted to really quick go through big games that are coming out for PS5 this year, right? So Destruction All-Stars was supposed to be one. It's Trash Stars. <laughs> but God of War is still supposedly on for 2021. That shit's not dropping this year, Mike. I'm here to burst the bubble. It ain't coming out 2021. I just I can't them, see. Not bursting my bubble when it whether it comes out 2021, 2024. It's gonna be. A I can't see a scenario where that drops this 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 year. But if it does, more power to them. But I, I just can't see it. Yeah, I mean, even um, if it drops in 2022, you're still gonna have to pay 500. Don't yeah, 2022 is when I'll when I'll buy the PlayStation. Whenever that, yeah. whenever Ragnarok is out, I'm I'm on record. That's when I'm buying that thing. Cause God of War is God of War. But you got Gran Turismo coming out. Which I don't think it's as dope as everybody thinks it is. It still has that name that everybody remembers, but Gran Turismo been light for years, and and Forza Forza is, is that is that shit. So Gran Turismo supposedly I mean, coming out. There, there's no there's no bias there, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's true they've been light for years. You're, can you tell me that Gran Turismo's been I mean, good? Everybody's since, excited, like, but you're gonna downplay it because you're a Sony. I mean, an Xbox sim. It's that yeah. name. And what are you excited for? How can it, you be yeah. excited for a game that hasn't been good in like five in ten years? I think the problem, not the problem. I mean, I'm not big on Forza either. So the problem with you're not even my, big on Forza. In my opinion, I like Horizon. I like Horizon more than Horizon. The problem with racing car games is that they all look beautiful, right? Oh, and of course. They, yeah. they get boring quickly. Uh, that's, <laughs> like, I mean, so what, let's stop the cap. You need incentive to kind of come back to it. If you remember back in the old school, you know, Gran Turismo days, there was because it, it had an RPG feel to it, where you're kind of building up yeah. your cars. Yeah. And you're trading it with your friends. Even when an online wasn't even a thing, you would bring memory. I mean, yeah. you would bring Listen. memory cards and kind of 
yeah. talk through your different cars. But again, you have to create a community for it online, and 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 then I think there's potential because I think that's what Forza does now. There is like this whole online experience, but yeah. it looks beautiful. But I just I I don't get. I'm, I'm I can't not, get it's not into, my thing. It's not my. I can't thing. get into I can't the main. Speak form. ill on it. It's not my thing though. I can't get into the main forces because I'm not a simulation racer the anymore. The greatest but. racing game of all time, by the way, just for the record, came out for Super Nintendo around 92, 93. It's called Top Gear. Top Gear. I thought you were going to say F-Zero. You remember that? How are you going to say some wild shit? You remember Top Son, you remember Top Gear? That's the greatest all time, dog? Son, like you, that. You don't remember Top Gear? You don't remember Cruising USA? You don't remember like the N64 and that shit? The arcade cruising. This is son? before. This is before that. Yeah, cruising was sick. Top so Gear what? before that. So top what if it's before that? That'll make it all make it better. What top can't... Gear just birthed a lot of shit, man. Nah, cruising. Yo, was Top crazy. Gear was that shit, man. Yo, cruising, Google. Cruising was crazy. Google Top Gear, man. I think we're at an era where like graphics are still important, but gameplay finally, no matter how old you are, yeah. is the most important thing. I mean, yeah. I'll run. I'll because run. Is, it... I'll run is the real classic. I'll yeah. run. Is, yeah, I'll run was fire. Yeah, granted, it's all gameplay, man. Gameplay is gonna be king no matter what. It could look great, but if it's, it moves and plays like shit, well, right, what's but like, the point, right? You said what was that game when you went to the arcade? Because that was like, whoa, my god, Cruising? a dollar to play this game. And then when you looked at it, it looked like fucking insanity. Yeah, and it, was cruising, it was cruising fun. Cruising was crazy. Yeah, cruising was amazing. Yeah, cruising USA. Remember Daytona 500 and all that shit? Yeah, yeah. Like, cruising was crazy. So you got Ratchet and Clank also coming out this year. That I'm actually excited for. I think the PS5, that whatever they showed off going on with That's Ratchet and Clank Xbox and the demos, uh, it should be yeah. the better system. But but well, it's Ratchet, definitely gonna be on Ratchet, PlayStation. Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Uh, I think that's only PS5. No, it's a, it's a PS5 exclusive. What I'm saying is that it should be on the Xbox. You know, if they were smart, uh, they would sell it uh, on the Xbox. They, but... they only they only do good games on PS5. Only, <laughs> Xbox only does bad games. And then they got they actually have two. Microsoft games coming to PlayStation as exclusives, which is funny. So Deathloop is a one-year exclusive. If you're living under a rock, Microsoft bought Bethesda. Bethesda is now a part of Microsoft Studios. They're publishing Deathloop, and they had a previous arrangement with PlayStation for a one-year exclusive. So Deathloop is coming out to PS5 for a year exclusive, but it's a Microsoft game. <laughs> and That's okay, our son. Yeah. <laughs> So there's that. We're leasing new games, I guess. And then they also have um uh Jesus, I just just forgot the goddamn name. Look it up here. So it's Deathloop and oh, the Ghost uh Tokyo Ghost like twenty twenty one. Uh Ghost of Tokyo, I say twenty twenty one. Um it's also is another Microsoft exclusive which was a deal that was in place before Microsoft bought um Bethesda, I should say. So I mean kudos to PlayStation having Microsoft exclusives this year. But um, that sounds like that sounds like a big year for for Sony. And then on on the Xbox side, I mean, is there anything else that needs to be said? We got Halo coming out this year, baby. Like you know, they they pushed it back. Right now, we'd be playing Halo and nothing but Halo if they had let it drop. But people out there were hating on Craig, and so they scheduled they scheduled they pushed it back into 2021. We're gonna get that this fall. We got the show coming out, the superior version. We got the frames. That's coming out in a month. Um, <laughs> we game also pass, have Game Pass. We got Game Pass game doing pass. what? We got Game Pass doing what it do. But actually, arguably, all jokes aside, probably the biggest game, if it's not God of War that gets dropped this year, the biggest game of 2021 outside of Halo, and this is just all in entertainment, is probably going to be 
what Bethesda is rumored to be dropping this year, which is that Starfield game. And, like, everybody's clamoring to see it. The idea is that it's probably going to be 2022, but there might be a strong push to get it this year. And that's, like, one of those game-changing Skyrim-level games, which is also exclusive to Xbox, which is a tough scene for the Pony fans, as you see them on Twitter, wondering if they're going to get to play it. Tim. And they're not. And they're Tim, not. Let them know, Timmy. Because <laughs> we got games on Xbox this year. Forever, for that matter. Yeah, I mean, everything you just heard is a fucking lie. Closing note on Xbox: (laughs) the greatest, most impressive thing is Game Pass, without a doubt. There is a reason to be subscribed to that and kind of being able to play anything, even if you don't like it or if you think their games are shit. At least you can play it (laughs) and try it out. I wish we did have the video on so people can see Mike right now. This shit is just painful for me, man. I've been playing games on PC for through Game Pass that I would have never even downloaded or purchased. Exactly. You don't even fucking need a Series X. Just get a PC and play all these bullshit games. And they're not bullshit games. They're in, they're putting they're putting indie games in the spotlight both on the on PC and on Xbox. Some really good games, Mike. Man, really good games. Really this good is games. a problem with AAA garbage that's always out there. Especially Naughty Dog, they got fucking. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm about to say that. That's the wildest take of the year, God. The wildest know, take of the year. You gotta let these little indie, these indie developers are dying to get on Game Pass, dying to get picked up, and they, their games deserve to be played too. There's, this, there's a lot of space and a lot of different games for different people, and I think I think Game Pass is the biggest winner of all these systems all this next gen shit still even with this quote unquote like amazing specs that you think are out there ask Juan ask people that have been playing on PC for a long time yeah, yeah that's great I just I just a thousand percent disagree I mean the consoles just make it affordable for people to get into that sort of close they're never going to beat the PC but right. at least a close approximation of what a high end PC can do right for 500 bucks like you can't you can't you can't really beat that you right know? And plus so, developers are, are gonna jump on that right away because they know that's where the money's gonna draw yeah, that's where most that's of the, the money draw be. that's the money yeah, most draw, of the users right? are gonna be there right there i mean G- but, speaking of money this game the top the PC, selling game of 20 20- pc family is growing look people that normally wouldn't buy pcs are buying pcs at an alarming rate especially with streaming and all these things yeah. picking up yeah and it's becoming more affordable it's the landscape is is gonna. Well, let's is let's gonna talk expand. about that real quick though. Expand. Let's talk about let's talk about that really quick before we move on to uh, yeah. Mike's topic next with the Knicks. Um, twenty twenty, like, I, I should I should have had the list in front of me and forgive me because I don't. I feel like if it wasn't the top selling game of twenty twenty, it was in the top five or top three, I should say. But GTA five is still pumping units. They sold ten million units. They sold right. the most units last year than they ever did except launch, like that first period right. of launch when they had thirty two million. Outside of that, they never sold more. And yeah. this game came out in 2013. Look, look at the best game. The, the best games are either free to play or they're Among Us. They're $3. They're Fall Guys. They're free or, or a few dollars. Yeah. They're all these games that bring communities together or and, and kind of somewhat of a cross-play experience. Nothing graphically that breaks the grounds or anything. It, it's, it's just online games with, with your friends is the most important thing. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're good games. They're not... 
But they're the they're well, the top the most, watched games. They're the yeah, top most most played, I guess, is what you would say. Cool. I mean, like, I, like, I mean, go on, go on Twitch and look at what are the top games. GTA I, Five RP, right? I, I, Keeping I, it alive. Absolutely, I agree with that. Um, but we're gonna go by views. We're gonna go by most sold. PS Five clearly outsells Xbox. Better do that, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, first, I mean, I'm just, is. I mean, I'm just going. I'm just going by like that. PS Five is better, man. It, I oh, mean, come on. Man, Vinny, you no know, that's, that's the second time you done turned, you done jump ship here, yo. So everyone, at, everyone at home, I got the screenshot. This is gonna be the episode. The episode cover is gonna be the screenshot of Vinny over here with his motherfucking Brooklyn net hat. And we're gonna sit here, we're gonna sit here talk about the, we're gonna sit here talk about the Knicks right Vinny, now. It's Vinny, a Knicks podcast. Vinny, that is pretty bad. I mean, that's, that might be, that might be worse. That's that's actually worse than your Xbox take. <laughs> he, over here, he over here with a Brooklyn net hat, man. Like, how, how could you do this, Vinny? I compare PS5 to like an Apple product. <laughs> <laughs> Android is a better OS with the smaller user base, but gives more freedom to the developers. Xbox is still my king, but PS5 I, is is is, the a one? Play, is a poster boy for Sims. <laughs> <laughs> look at the look at PS5 versus Xbox on Twitter. It's it's pathetic how PS5 tries to back these guys up. <laughs> That's true. It is true. It's, no, it's absolutely, it's absolutely not true. They're like again, they're gonna say it again. We're gonna go by the whole year, 2020, best two games that dropped. By, they have by, the clout. They have by the most clout. by most people by just going by awards and what most people said on Twitter is Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Two, both Sony exclusive. Yeah. At the end of the day, for me personally and for a lot of people, that's what matters the most. The best games. You want the best games. And Sony yeah. every year delivers. It's a fact. Right. I the mean, best individual game. Those yeah, are the best lie. two individual yeah. games. But there's are, a, are Sony, they the Sony kills it. Are they the most played game. games in the world? No, because of the exclusivity. I would say because Oh yeah. Of, I mean uh, well, but that doesn't excels. mean it's not the best game. Sony excels at the third person narrative driven action game like that shit there's nothing like a sony game like they have that experience down 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 packed right now um but they still like and yeah, they, they deserve i mean we've talked we've beat this dead horse like so many times we know we know we know ps4 had <laughs> i'm just smiling you know so many more users than than xbox xbox was like on its last limb follow tim dog i mean he's been fighting the good fight but I think the vision for Xbox is a little more advanced in terms of, you know, what what it means to be a gamer and what, what's the most important thing to you as a gamer. Probably not the exclusivity. It's about being able to play any game you want with anybody you want and just having that access as a subscription, which is the future of of gaming and TV and how we consume content. And that that's my that's my that's that's great and all, but I mean the thing for me is we all. Before, obviously, online gaming came out or anything of that nature, we all, as kids, since we were kids, since we first started gaming, you were playing games with a story in it. Most of the time, you were always playing a game with a story in it. That, to our core, is who we are. I mean, don't get me nah, wrong. Son, it's the first great playing. game plan. I ever played was, was Solitaire on my Windows PC. That's the first game you ever played? Not Mario, not Mario Brothers? That wasn't the first Microsoft. game you played? Microsoft. Right. <laughs> so you play you play Solitaire before you play Super Mario Bros. in eighty five. That's what you're saying. Eighty six. That's what you're telling me? That's, a that's bunch because of that, and, and Mike, I agree with you. That's an excellent 
point, but that's because that was the limitations of gaming at that time. And that you're right. You're Those were the limitations right. of gaming at the time. You didn't have online when, when games started. That's... When games started becoming co-op at home or or online. That's those are the games that really blew up, and there's a reason that people keep going back to those games. There's a reason that the model is free to play, and everybody bringing community together because that's what that's what you really want to play all the time. I, I love playing those individual games or the single player games, but you want to play with your boys and talk shit and talk I shit mean, to no, other random people of, online. Oh no, yeah, I mean that's a lot of fun too. Don't get me again, don't get me wrong, but I look, you play... guys are shitting on fucking kids in 2K now I as wanna... a group, as right. friends. You wouldn't be playing out. 2K by yourself. Shout out free Probably as much as if if you didn't have your friends playing with. <laughs> I mean, but you do have to play 2K by yourself. You got to do the mockery. Which is such a grind, man. I mean, yeah, it's a grind. It is. It is such a grind, man. So, segueing into 2K and NBA, let's go. Let's top off here with the Knicks, man. So, Mike, give it, just give us a run of show, man. The Knicks basically making the playoffs. You know, right now they're pushing very strongly for the bottom tier of that playoff, but they're they're in and out, entertaining to watch, game in and game out, and they give you everything that you would want from a team in terms of hustle, defense, uh, upcoming players, some of the vets that are still on the team are lifting up their level of play. You know, we just we just brought in Derrick Rose, which at first was it scared me because I'm like, why the fuck are we bringing in Derrick Rose again? I know he's a Tibbs guy, and I know he played an MVP season under Tibbs. But in no way that I'd want him here because of the emergence of IQ Emmanuel quickly, who you just talked about early on on the show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want Derrick Rose in here stunting that boy's minutes and time to grow. But as the more I thought about it, this to me means that we're probably going to move Rivers or Elf at the deadline. And so we're going to need some sort of vet backup QB because Frank is no longer uh, uh, somebody that gets minutes on this team, respectable minutes anyway. And anybody that you want on the court in any amount of time, say IQ goes down or something like that. And so, yeah, why not have Derrick Rose? He's definitely an upgrade from from what we have on the roster from at a vet level. So what do you think about that? And why, basically, what are the state of the Knicks? I mean, it's interesting because uh, actually Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose the last couple of years actually played more two than anything. I mean, he played the two for Detroit mostly. That's where most of his minutes were. And he played the two in, even in Minnesota. Um, but... I mean, just like right now, I'm watching the game against the uh, Wizards, and he's kind of playing more of the point guard role here. And I mean, he's 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 doing things like he's he's moving the ball, he's he's um he's finding guys. And in my opinion, and I said this before the draft, looking at all of IQ's tape, like to me, IQ is not a point guard. He's more of a shooting guard. I mean, yes, he can get assists, he can do he can facilitate a little bit, but he can't facilitate like Derrick Rose can. Like it's there's a different level of point guard. I mean, maybe it's something he can learn. I mean, maybe, you know, he works on his handle more, his vision, things like that. But IQ is not a point guard. More of a two, in my opinion. I mean, I know that's uh, a lot of people disagree with that. They think that he's a point guard, but I, I don't think so. I mean, time will you tell. You think that's more because of, like, his frame and who, his size, I guess, right now? No, it has nothing like to that. do with his frame and his size. I mean, 6'3", he's got, like, a 6'10 wingspan. Um, you know, so that has nothing to do with it. I just... Like his game, I don't see him as a point guard. No, not you. I mean, why other people see him as a point guard versus because, it, because we've been dying for a point guard since Walt Frazier. That's why. Yeah. Beast yeah. for a point guard, whatever. So this this kid is it automatically, whatever. I don't think he's a point guard. I mean, maybe over time he proves me wrong, but I don't think he's a point guard. I think he's more of a two. So. So with that said, though, obviously, 
Barrett is our two. I, I, he's actually I, I, he's actually played more more three this year. Well, because of the, yeah, the the fact that Knox is kind of dominant, I mean, but he's 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 more they, of our two than he is our three. But yeah, put, at least you would presume he's going to be more of the two. They've put him at the three, and they've put uh like um, they've had Alex Alex Burks at the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, most of, when he starts, it's him and um, Reggie Bullock, and Bullock is I mean, it's like interchangeable. But um, he's actually played more of the three this year. But whatever. I mean, the NBA is different. This position, this yeah. position, it's like you could play. I mean, you got six six guys sometimes playing center now. It's just a different game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's spread out a lot more. Obviously, now it's wings and all that sort of stuff. And shooting the three. Yeah, but with that, given given that, like presumptively, if we if we try to stick to traditional rules, Barrett is our two. IQ and him that that uh, that automatically makes a block. That would move Barrett to three, like you said, because I mean, if you're gonna have D Rose at one, we're still hunting for a point guard. And then what happens after D Rose next year? Is he still our point guard? This is that that was my concern coming into it. It's like even if to you because you've watched a lot t- a lot of more games and tape than I have, I would still like for Tibbs to try to mold IQ into the point guard for us in the future. And if there's like a roadblock to that, is that good? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, maybe they'll do that. I mean, Rose's first day when he came in, like he had dinner with OB and IQ, and he told them, "Listen, I'm not here to overtake anything. I'm here to help you guys." So I'm. He's, Come into like a leadership type role, um, and that's that's all you can ask. Um, I, I think, I think IQ will be fine. I mean, maybe they will try to like develop into a point guard. I don't know. We I mean, we got to see. I mean, it's a crazy year with COVID and training yeah. camp. Um, had draft, and then the season began like the next month. It's crazy. Yeah. Summer yeah. league, really no pre, not that many preseason games. It was it was insane. So. Um, I mean, we'll see. Like maybe in the summertime, whatever they decide to do with him, or they bring in another point guard. Um, you know, because Rose is going to be a free agent, Elf is going to be a free agent um, at the end of the year. So we really don't have a point guard on the roster outside of you know if you view quickly as well. so. So do you think Rose in town is indeed what I, what I guess what I think is that Rivers or Elf is going to be moved? Yeah, I mean, there's already been rumors that they're. Teams that are interested in Alfred bolstering their backcourt, so to speak. The only thing with Elf yeah. is because of because he opted out of his two year contract with the Knicks and then re signed for five million, he has a no trade clause. So if you oh, trade wow. him, it has to be somewhere that he agrees he to, wants go to, to go to. Yeah, yeah, that he would be cool with going because if not, he doesn't have to go. Um with Rivers, um I mean, he, there's already rumors that uh that there will be teams interested in him too. So I mean, right now Rose essentially took his spot in the rotation. Yeah, I mean, and so, Rivers, and that shout out to Rivers. He lifted up his game this season so far. Like he he was, but the last like couple games that he played, maybe five, ten games, like he he honestly was horrible. Yeah, he Just, went back to Rivers. Yeah, I mean, whatever that that, that <laughs> hot streak that he had, it was great. You get these but... spurts. Yeah, you get these spurts. I mean, and not yeah, that yeah. this is the bubble, but without fans. People could get hot. I mean, that, that could be that could be a whole nother episode. And I kept saying that, and people were like, "No, like a lot of these dudes that was balling in the bubble ain't balling like that now, brother." <laughs> there, ain't balling there's like also that. people that are balling in the arena that may not be able to ball with a full crowd. It's the same, somewhat of right. a concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I just think that the crowd, the travel, that's a whole nother animal. element. Yeah, yeah, but but again, everybody is still faced with that same element, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So that's you true. you have to give them the benefit of the it doubt. It was just I just think in the bubble you saw like 
in, Miami. In, insane efficiency. <laughs> yeah, like look at the Heat, whatever. But I mean, I, I think it's more than that with the yeah, Heat. Yeah, I, I mean, the Heat Miami's... Just they just don't play defense this year for whatever reason. Right. Not like they used to. But it, I, I'm just I'm just talking more in terms of like um, the efficiency. Like dudes would be going like 14 for 20 in a bubble and dropping like like something insane and dropping like 35. Like and you're not seeing that really like that now. Like not not oh, not mm-hmm. like not from a lot right. of different players. Mike, really quick, could could we just call out that that Viddy switched his hat, and now he's he's wearing a Nick hat now, trying to trying oh, wow. to he's trying to recoup I'm not for what sure he did. What the hell you're talking about? I've trying to recoup for what he did, even though he spent man, the first it's a man, man cap, cap, it's a man Nick's cap, hat. it is a man, man cap. Spent, cap, Nick's hat the whole time. We spent the first 45 minutes man. in a Brooklyn Net hat, and now he's now he's rocking a Nick hat. So it's, it's okay, Viddy. Yeah, at least at least at least he's wearing a Nick hat. But uh, but yeah. So what is what What's is the that? Knicks record What's right that? now, Mike? What's that meme he has in the background? Oh, the cap, the cap detector, <laughs> cap detector, the cap detector. Yeah, my cap, my own cap detectors are off the chart. <laughs> Video. What I mean, Mike. What is the uh, Knicks record right now? Um, they are I think eleven and fifteen now. Yeah, they're gonna beat on the Wizards tonight. Hopefully, who are terrible. They're probably the, one of the worst teams in the NBA. If not, it's crazy to see how Russ how Russ has fallen from grace so quickly. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't played the whole season, but he's played enough. Yeah, they are they are eleven and fifteen. Um, and they should win tonight, so they'll go to 12, 12 and fifteen hopefully tonight. And then they have the Wizard, I mean the Rockets tomorrow at the Garden, um, I believe. And the Rockets won't have Oladipo or um this kid Christian Wood. So, in my opinion, they should win that game too. Go to thirteen and fifteen, and uh, you know see what happens. So where are they at? Let's say this in in seeding right now. Oh, they're the, the tenth seed. Tenth, yeah. Okay. So they'll, they'll they would be in the play-in because you know now the NBA is no longer just eight seeds; it's ten yeah. seeds. Yeah. There's uh, seven, eight, nine, ten play for the last two spots. Yeah. So I mean, I think again, being a Knicks fan and understanding where the franchise has been and where it is right now, we're still not contenders in any way. I love that they're at least competing for, you know, playing games and even, right. you know, bottom rung playoffs just to give us something, some aspiration I mean, of you growth see, for this team, right? See, to see like You see the potential I mean, for the growth. You see direction. Then it's on bottom line. Yeah, you see direction yeah. with this team. And I just feel like for years, even you can even argue the 2013 uh, team that um, made the playoffs for Woody, 50-plus yeah. wins, whatever and all that, um, you know, the year after Jay Lynn. Like, even that team, like, had a lot of older guys. So, it's hard to see, like, the future with that team. I mean, with this team, you could see it. They got cap space. got, you know, extra picks coming in. Got a couple of nice little young pieces, whatever. I don't, you know, keep those guys, develop them. Maybe you include them for a trade for a star. You can see direction with this team that you haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, man. Um, one, of the, one of the reasons I, I brought that up, too, was just because to call out this, Mike is obviously our resident Nick Guru. We're all Nick fans here, except Mike. I mean, except Vidi, apparently. He was a Net fan at some point. <laughs> I'm a Nets and Nick fan. Oof. How? You can't even say something Man, like that. Vidi, how? Yeah, how? Vidi, what? How? Vidi, you gotta, how? If how Brooklyn could you do this? I'm not a diehard anything but, but Vidi, Giants. Vidi, Vidi, you're just Vidi, you're making fan, it worse. I, I've, I've said that. I know, but Vidi, fandom, you're making it, fandom you're making is it worse right now. Fandom is a disease. <laughs> Fandom is a disease. Look at our our host, our struggle near, quote unquote Packers fan. Allegedly, 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 fraudulent tendencies. 
Allegedly. Yo, yo, we should I print that on a Nick's t-shirt fan. with I his became... face, Mike. <laughs> Fandom is a disease. <laughs> Just print Biddy's face, yo. Fandom I mean. Disease with this. <laughs> probably and a, one of the Knicks and a net. <laughs> I, you know what? Fandom probably, fandom probably is a disease, but I just can't kick. I can't kick it. it. Is. I'm heavy, we're gonna heavy call in this it. like Miel Nation or something for it's, the, the episode, but I think we're gonna call it fandom is a disease. Yo. I love that statement. I, I actually want to want to keep that. Oh yeah, I mean, Mike was Mike's <laughs> diehard. That's why I can't I can't fuck with him. I like to fuck with him with the Nets hat and his bullshit. I just like the hat. It was a biggie fucking thing on it. But so, I'm not di- I'm not like. Super crazy about so speaking of fandom. Speaking of speaking of fandom, Mike yeah. has been on Twitter like going to bat with Knicks fans, man. And Mike, I guess you know without naming names, we won't call nobody out. But like, what what are, what are most of these com- conversations like? like? What what is happening? Like, I mean, my most because you you pretty respected in the community, I guess. I, my, community. I mean, my most recent comments as far as Knicks Knicks Twitter. Um, I mean, first of all, let me say uh, I preface it by saying I love Knicks Twitter. Like it's dope. It's very you know a lot of people are knowledgeable and um. And there, there's a lot of interactions. It's dope in that sense, but it's just it's it crazy. It sounds like a legal statement. Like, <laughs> nah, I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. I just, it's just, it's just frustrating, I guess, because there's a lot of, there's a couple people like, they like hate on Tibbs and it's like, bro, like how are you hating on Tibbs? Like, this is the most excited you've been about this team in years. Are you still going to complain because Elf is playing a little bit more than you like or IQ isn't playing enough? Like, really? Oh man, stop that shit, man. I'm just saying, if you're gonna have that negative energy towards whatever substitution he makes, whatever yeah. plays he calls, when he gets it good, when it's a more of a positive, where he has a great coaching game, if you know, want to call it that, put that out there too. Do that too. Yeah. Don't just be focused on the negative, especially when before they even hired the coach, saw you on the timeline talking about you ain't want, you didn't want Tibbs, you wanted Kenny Atkinson, you wanted Mark Jackson, whoever. So it's like, yo, there's an agenda. And I, I, I can't as a fan. It shouldn't, it's, it's it shouldn't be an agenda. agenda. It's a culture. It's a culture thing that the Knicks have been kind of... Just toxic eng- culture. Yeah, it's like they've been engulfed in this toxic thing to like, even when they're doing good, they're trying to find some way to... I mean, there's a lot of toxicity in like Knicks Twitter. I mean, it in is New weird. York sports. I think in New York right. sports New York, in general. Like, in general. Just, yeah, just that's New York fair. sports is like that. The grittiness of the, you know, of so, New York sports. My only my only gripe with what the Knicks have done this offseason, including coaching and so on, is that they didn't bring in Willie Cauley Stein. But with that with that withstanding, <laughs> are you say shit sometimes. I gotta say, is he really serious? <laughs> Yo, I, li- I like Willie Cauley, man. I don't know what's worse, Willie Cauley Stein or the Xbox take. I don't know. Maybe it's I, I like Willie Cauley. In like all fairness Willie to Willie Cauley, you fucking. You spelled his name incorrectly. The only opportunity Oof. you had to actually get his attention, and you fucking spelled his name wrong. And he actually got his attention, and he said, you fucking spelled my name wrong. And Shout now you're still Willie. watching for this guy. Shout out Willie. He's never going to listen to this ever again because I misspelled him. And he would and he don't and he would understand how much I love Willie Cauley Sand as a player. Like, I, he, like, he already. He already. I think he already he has to do. He I already added you. With that, in, that interaction on IG. Yeah, he already <laughs> added you. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> so, I guess the garden is supposed to reopen soon. You know, COVID protocols. Shouts to Cuomo. Sure, yeah, hey, you know, he's he's in hot water right now because of the shit they did with the nursing. That's, home that's your boy, though. That's your boy. Whoa! It sucks. You was you was you was pro Cuomo. You were pro Cuomo a couple months ago. I will say this. 
I will look, say look. this. I, I will yeah, say ahead. this. Look, he he. It was a tough situation. I can't make. I can't excuse what he did. That was crazy. And you know, me being in his shoes, I don't know what I would have done either. I don't know if I would have done that, but I can't say I wouldn't. And you know, I, I, it's not for me to judge there. What I, what I can judge is just how differently he treated his position in a public nature, and he gave people some sort of confidence and solace and security during a time when no one knew what the fuck was going on. You know, and whether that was fake or not, or, you know, what he was doing behind the scenes, I can't speak to that. I can't speak to what I saw televised and on YouTube and, you know, for the New York masses while at a time... New York was a was a was a scene, you know what I mean? The country didn't know what was going on and New York was undergoing some craziness, you know what I mean? And um and he and he held through there. So I'll give him credit for that. What's coming out now is very ugly and and you know, he he needs to he needs to reap what comes from that too because those are his actions, you know? And so I'll leave that to I guess smarter minds and and the legal system to deal with what happens there ultimately if anything happens there, but you know that it it does presumptively suck. That's that's the ending of, of the Cuomo thing. But back to I guess the MSG uh, uh, reopening. So what what is that? What is that plan though? I don't know. I, I I know I saw the headline. I just didn't dig into it to see what they're trying to do with it. Like uh, like allowing like two thousand people. You know. Okay. Um, you have to get tested. Mm-hmm. What is that like? Ten percent or something like that. Two to three days before. Like ten percent capacity. Yeah, I think it that sounds like two, uh, two point five or five. Yeah, yeah, 000. that's about ten. Yeah, because it's whole nineteen thousand. So yeah, about ten percent. That's not bad, I suppose. I mean, I don't know what COVID is like in New York right now in terms of numbers. I haven't watched the Cuomo cast. I don't know if he still does them anymore. Murphy, I don't think does them anymore for that matter. They but still do. Yeah. They're they're getting those those vaccines rolling out. Hopefully, knock on wood, it's going to be a somewhat safer to go out. But I don't think I think we're going to still be dealing with the specter of COVID for the greater part of this year so it's going to be it's going to be interesting i understand there's going to be 200 million, 100 million vaccines like he said he's purchased all of them and that he has enough he being biden he said he purchased biden, all yeah. of them and he has enough for the whole country now um the rollout is a problem like getting them to people and mm-hmm. actually getting people vaccinated so we'll see we'll see how soon it happens hopefully by summer we'll be talking a different tune we'll be singing a different tune and we'll be out there be able to do this live again fellas you know yeah. um in person i should say and then quickly, I know we were going to end the show on this Top Shots and crypto. Nah, that deserves its own. Top, top I Shots, like I don't know. I the Robin Hood thing should be its own thing. Yeah, how, long, should... how long are we going on? We're, we're pretty done. We're, we're about an hour and a half now. So. God damn. We're, this is, a, this is yeah. probably the end of the episode. So Top Shots will leave on for when we come back because I need a better understanding. If anyone has made it to this part of the show <laughs> and you know what the hell Top Shots is, feel free to chime in on social uh, email nmfpod at gmail dot com, and give us some some thoughts on uh, what it is because I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Vidi he's brought it up. I, they sound like two K and FIFA card packs, Ultimate Team card packs in right. real life is what it sounds like to me. But I, I I don't know enough about it. And apparently there's a blockchain element to it, which interest interestingly enough is also kind of what the element of the whole crypto Robin Hood disaster was on Reddit and everything right. a, a week ago. It got movies coming out about it and books and shit. So yeah, we should save that all for one kind of investing slash, you know, future episode. Yeah, we can talk about it. We can talk, we can talk about near future because this Robin Hood shit is going to be happening all year long. I think they found the recipe. They're going to be doing this shit for a right, while, right. <laughs> what the next stock is. Um, but I guess we can end it there, fellas. Yeah. 
you know, it's been it's been a good show, obviously, as always. I love it's a pleasure to do this thing with you guys, but everything comes to an end. Mike, where can we find you? Uh Abron Surgeon on Twitter. Now X Go ahead. We gotta do new endings, man, because you already did the top of the top of the sto- top of the episode. We say our where can you find us? Oh, what we did say that. Yeah, we did say the top. Yes. And now yes. we're doing new endings. Maybe, a, maybe our ending should be here. closing statements. <clears throat> word. Like, yeah, yeah. Word. Give us a closing statement, Mike. Yeah, let's do that because they know where to find you. Yeah. They ain't uh, wait till the end of the episode to find you on Twitter. Closing statements. Uh, I'm hoping the next one there next four so five hundred. There you go. All right. Vinny? Um, hoping the Nets win their next four. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I'm hoping the Nets could beat a team. It's getting wild. The team under 500 and not beat teams over 500. <laughs> go ahead. Why Why do you care about the Nets? Like, I just don't understand it. I don't understand I don't it. I like Kyrie. The earth is flat. Of all those guys, I think I like Harden the most because at least he's he's just who he is. But I don't know. This is the problem with fandom. You just let me let hate me be this team. Let me be clear. Like I, the way I hate the Cowboys, right. I don't hate the Nets that way. Let me be clear. Fuck the Nets. <laughs> I think the Nets. See the Nets. Like in my opinion, they were fine until they tried with this whole like coming into the city. Like the city's the Knicks town, right? And they came in with this Brooklyn and they come with this swagger of like Brooklyn and all this stuff. And let's not make it, let's, you know, this is going to start a borough fight. This is probably my closing statement. This is going to start a borough fight, but let's not make a thing here. You know, Brooklyn is another borough that's part of New York, which the Knicks is repping, you know? And so like Brooklyn was fine staying in Jersey. They were, the New Jersey Nets were totally fine. They had my support from afar and you know, that big brother love and everything. Now you moved into the city, you arrival. And fuck y'all, man. I ain't, try, I ain't trying to hear none of that nonsense. The Nets this, Nets nothing. They got a super team there, Grant. Great, 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 great. They got an owner, Alibaba, all that. Great, 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 great. Fuck them. <laughs> Plus one. There you go, Mike, with the Plus, background. I mean, Vinny with the background. Plus one on that thing. But, yeah, I guess that, that would be my closing statement. And a uh, shout-out, Xbox, always, of course. Oh, oh so, at, at Bronx Legend, 176 on PS5. <laughs> Oh, the PS5. You had to shout that oh, out. Man. All right, man. It was nice, nice game with you guys. Deuces. Peace. You are now leaving Man Camp. Goodbye. Make sure to take all personal belongings and follow the guys on Instagram at the Man Camp Pod. Bye bye. For the latest and greatest in camp conversation.